What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 88 of It's Just Bodybuilding. I'm here with Dusty Hanshaw, myself, Big Ron Partlow. And today, we're going to go through Instagram questions like normal, talk about our exciting lives, and being meatheads. The, the big came back and I felt much better. I threw it in there just to see if you'd notice. Of course I fucking noticed. I It just didn't work for me last time. I actually thought about deleting. I never watched the episode just because of that. Not that I watched <laughs> any of the other ones either, but this one right. was because of that. So sure. I, I we got to do the like, share, subscribe, comment, ring the bell. Ring the bell. We got to do that. We appreciate everyone. So he'll put the little graphic up to remind you. Yes. So I thought I'd do something funny just because I could think of one, and I thought, well, there's probably a few. So we're episode 88. So I looked up famous athletes to wear the number 88. Eric Lindros. Eric Lindros was the one that came to mind, right? Because we're hockey guys. Yes. Right. Can you name anyone else that wore an 88 in any other sport, like a big famous player? Troy Aikman? No, he was eight. Um, I don't know. No. So Michael Irving. There we go. Eight. I was close. See? Yeah. You were seeing right team, right team, right era. Wait, same era too, wasn't he thrown to him? Yes, yes. Yeah, and uh, Tony Gonzalez, the safety from the Steelers. Yeah, when they got that one. Oh no, he's a tight end. Sorry, he's a tight end. Twelve-time Pro Bowler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had him mixed up with Palomalu. Ah, yes. Yeah. yeah. So number love, eighty-eight. Love that. Great hair commercials. <laughs> great hair commercials <laughs> i think they both could have done hair commercials it's fantastic okay. so uh how you been doing fantabulous it's uh it's been busy i start i finally started my today's day one of my plan with jordan it's really oh. nice it's nice to hand over the wheel man i'm like looking at a piece of paper every, no every choices time I talk on to you, every time i talk to you i feel like you're 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 just did i've done my first plan. day one but this okay. is mine with someone else. Yes. And, and he's fucking killing me with, you know what a hundred grams of, of pineapple looks like? It's like yeah. four bites. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was so sad. I was like, I, I had to find like I need to get a smaller plate because it fucks up my pictures. What well, what's what's he throw it in? Because it could help with digestion. Yeah, it's just in with meals. I think because I mean. I, we don't, you know me, like I don't even ask questions. I don't discuss. Yeah, I, I told him in the beginning, I don't, uh, I don't have a huge appetite and I haven't yeah. eaten six meals in a day and fuck, I don't know, two years. Yeah. Um, so I just told him that. So I have a feeling I've got fruit in every meal. Okay. Uh, well, not every meal, but quite a few. So it's really brought the volume down. So That's like nice. that particular meal was just a hundred grams of rice uncooked and yeah. then that and the hundred grams of uh, pineapple for carbs, so it's easy to knock down. <laughs> what does a hundred grams of rice uncooked turn into? About two hundred. Oh, okay. So yeah. what do you call that for carbs? Wouldn't that be sixty something? Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're, in the, we're in. We're on the same page with that. Yeah. You know so, I mean? but it's good. It's uh, you know, it's funny. I had a lot of people ask um, why I would hire someone. It's this exactly because there's no thinking. There's no alterations. I spent the money, and I'm a cheap bastard, so you know I'm going to follow this shit now. And, uh, yeah, that's it. it. It is nice to not have to do the thinking. Yeah. And, I mean, I've already worked with Jordan, so it's I, 
I'm, you know, there'll be a few things I'm sure I'll grab from this, but primarily, um, I've kind of seen, you know, what he does. I like to hire people, as you know, I've hired a ton of people and I'll work with them for a month or two just to see what they do. And then there's my little education. I move on. Um, but this will be, we did six months. I prepaid six months. Going to, uh, going to try to get up to at least 186 pounds. It's going to be monstrous. What, what do you weigh right now? Are you 300? Uh, no, I was, uh, 292 this morning. Okay. So, so you're 300 at night with pizza. Yeah, which I had, which is funny. I, said, I had a pizza last night to, for my final hurrah. Oh, there you ah, go. Nothing good though. Just Domino's sucked. <clears throat> okay. Okay. <clears throat> you know, so same. Also, we have to cover this because you know I got inundated. Good word. Apparently, Jay Cutler will also whore out himself for uh, birthday wishes. Have a good workout. Whatever. People really wanted me to know this. Now. I'm stunned, I'm saddened, but then I thought of something. I didn't know about this. So maybe he doesn't push it out there too hard. Because for example, Ron, I was telling Scott this, like I don't sell dirty socks or posing trunks, but if you wanna reach out and ask me for the creepy shit, I mean, I'll fucking sell it to you, like sure. You know, you want me to, sure, fuck it, I'm a whore, let's do this. But I don't have like a spot on my website it's like Dusty's Dirty Socks. But I mean, you want to toss me 25 bucks. Sure. Done. You're really, really, really not a fan of this, this concept at all, are you? No, that's why I went with Dirty Socks and Underwear as a comparison. Yes. You wow. know what it is? This yeah. is why, though. All, I, listen, people will buy it. So why wouldn't you sell it? I understand. But this is how I look at it. Hey, Ron, will you wish me a happy birthday really quick? Sure. Happy birthday. Oh my God. It means so much to me that you said that. That's exactly what's happening. You're paying someone. So I guess what it would be is if I hired Jay to wish you a happy birthday, I'm saying happy birthday to you, Ron, but I'm not nearly special enough. So I'm going to let someone you give a fuck about say it for me. <laughs> huh? I'm finding this fascinating. So the Ronnie thing I I wasn't nearly as bothered by it as you were. I thought it yeah. was I thought it was surprising. Yeah. Um I thought it was more expensive than it was surprising. I was like, oh that's well, $300. I like that you said a small fee. I'm right. Like, I thought it was pretty pretty expensive. good money like, and $300 is a lot of fucking money. But then I thought, oh, maybe that's just how it works. And then I thought maybe I'm just so like jaded about all this. I don't know. Like and then, and then, you know, Jay's doing it, but he, what's he charging? 75. That's what I heard. I just haven't actually seen it, but yeah. Cause I, I mean, got... like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, it, maybe it's just cause I'm, I'm sort of surprised that there's a market is maybe what catches me off guard. Yeah. I mean, I'm stunned. There's a market. And I mean, I get that it's, I guess it's a thing. Yeah. I mean, if it's a thing and people do it and people buy, I understand but I don't know, like, I had somebody on my Q&A ask me to wish him a happy birthday. I'm like, fuck yeah, done. I don't, at no point in my life am I going to think that my happy birthday should come with a fee of 75 to $300. What, what if maybe Jay's getting like 100 people a day asking for them, though, and he's like, oh, well, this is just... <laughs> well, maybe he, yeah, and maybe he is. I mean, knowing Jay, it's he's probably printing printing money on the deal. I just, you know what it is, is everyone's got their own things. And I just, I guess what it is, is at some point I feel like 
the cool thing about bodybuilding is we are, you can reach us versus I always say like, you know, you're not reaching out and getting, you know, Brian Urlacher to shoot you a quick text or answer your uh, Q and a real right. fast. So I think it's just in my brain, I guess I just, I don't view fame like normal people do on any level. Like Jay is a cool guy to me. He won some Olympias, got a cool job. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's so hard for me to fathom that. But I guess, I mean, I guess people buy baseball cards. I don't fucking know. It's just a weak comparison to me. It's it's really hard for me to understand. But again, I like money. And if there's a market for it and you got to spend 36 seconds saying happy birthday to make 75 bucks. Okay. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I think I could, I could have Kendra do it for topless for probably a hundred. <laughs> and now we're getting into my kind of fame right right yeah because i have seen those videos available see and jay was in his underwear for his career she went without them in hers right right there we so, go something to think about everyone when you're thinking of who you want to wish your child so, a happy birthday kendra <laughs> lust will do it topless so so here's i have a i have a question that that begs itself now yes you raise your cup and it's not a quad espresso with two no, sponges. No, I've changed. I've changed, dude. What, what are you drinking? This is a salted caramel nitro cold brew with two Splenda. So what's all? Is that whipped cream on top? What the fuck is all that foam? They put foam on the top, and then they put they put my Splenda on it. So when it comes through, I get hits of Splenda. Craziness. What's that, yeah, $8? Five-something, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, okay. No one ever said I was smart. Was really you're, you're upset. You're upset that Jay's making seventy five bucks, and you're spending probably almost six bucks on. I'm that. supporting people, rich <laughs> Democrats. Oh, Dusty. You know what? They even try to make me wear a mask in there, so I have them bring it out to me instead. I, I, I <laughs> the, the mask like, stuff, man. Everyone's just so over it. Yeah. Uh, it's funny though, like, you know, I'm around people, I'm around a lot of people that they're Sorry. like, yeah, I just wear it. Cause I have to, cause we have to do this little dance right now. Like that's what 99% of people that I engage with seem to say. They're like, yeah, I guess we got to wear these masks for now, but you know, whatever. I can't wait to not wear it. But then when you go online and you read the comments on some of the stuff. Oh yeah. And you read what, like the insane mask for lifer type people say yeah that's when i'm like wow like there's people out there like this and and it's it's it really they really bother me i think they're mentally ill oh yeah there's and an i'm not talking i'm not talking to someone who thinks it's a good idea to wear a mask on a packed train that's not what i mean I'm, yeah no, you're talking about the people that are losing their mind on my video because i went into best buy alone <laughs> or yeah, or they're they're losing their mind. Like I saw someone. There was an article about gyms in the on one of the news sites. Right. And there was a picture of like a seventy year old man doing incline dumbbell flies, and he had a mask okay. on. Everyone in the photo had a mask on, but his mask was like half, like kind of half off. Like it was like blocking half of his nostrils. It wasn't like down here, you know. Yeah. yeah. And the comments were fifty percent of the fucking comments were. His mask isn't even on properly. Right. Like, 
that gym's unsafe. I can't believe someone should shut that gym down. That picture was taken. That's evidence of them not following. Yeah, proof. Like, <laughs> proof. Like yeah. there's people on there commenting like that. And I'm just like, you people, you people are deranged. <laughs> Fucking deranged. And so now I have this little battle in my head. When I see someone who's outside with a mask on, mm-hmm. like walking on the sidewalk by themselves. Yeah, you did you? <laughs> and like, I'm talking isolated. Yeah. Like there's bike paths all by my house and shit. So you're driving and you see people walking completely alone. Yeah. And they're wearing their mask. I think, okay, don't get like, I try not to get fucking angry. Because I think you fucking psycho. You brainwashed psycho. But then the other half of me goes, maybe they're just really busy and they forgot they had it on. And they just right. walked out of the store and they're on their phone because they're like in a hurry and they just forgot they had it on. You know what I mean? So I'm trying not to let it bother me. But fuck, like there's some, yeah, it's really weird. But I don't seem to find, none of them seem to ever engage me. <laughs> I don't think many are going to engage you in general. I got, I actually got, uh, I got berated going into AJ's one time by a, a lady as I was walking in, um, she was like, not even wearing a mask during a goddamn pandemic. And I was like, I go, are you talking to me? Obviously, you're not wearing a mask. I go, oh, all right, well, fuck off. Have a good day. <laughs> like, it blew my mind. I was like, your blood pressure went that high. Yeah. I didn't go that high when you yelled at me. That, I was like, oh. So, so I, I okay. want to, yeah. I want to be clear, like, it's, it's, uh, it's not healthy for us to be so angry at one another in a multitude of ways like we are right now. Oh, for you sure. Know? And that's it's, why I don't care when people good. do wear them. Like, I'm and, like, do your fucking yeah, thing. Rock and, your mask. And wear your I'm mask. Not saying, yeah. I'm also not even saying that I'm right because I don't want to be angry. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not like. I'm not like arguing for my, I'm, I'm like, I don't want to be angry. I don't I, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a really weird situation right now, but yeah, we, we gotta, fuck, we gotta get back to normal soon. I, I just prefer the same way. I look at my Instagram. This is just how I do it. Like, that's how I, I remind people when they jump on and scream at me for my training or my eating being wrong. I'm like, uh, where did I try to sign you up right. to do what I do or my program or Oh, nowhere? Yeah, because this is just a, a little intro into my life. And right. if I'm doing it dead ass wrong, that's okay. You can know that in your head and right. move right the fuck along. Yes, <laughs> I, I agree. Okay. You know, very interesting. So, now, I know you got a lot of good questions. Well, I don't know if they're any good, but I got a lot of questions for sure. You got a lot of questions. <laughs> okay. I want to be specific. I have to look to decide if I think they're good. Um, but of course they are. My people are actually, we, we've had some interesting questions lately. Let me see. And I did it early, dude. So there's gonna be a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Let's see. Jesus open. Cause I, I can, I can go first. Please do. Here's a good one. Now uh, there might not be one, but if there is, or more than one, tell us about one. Have you ever wanted to quit bodybuilding? Just walk away from it. Uh, no. <laughs> but 
Mine, no, is uh, bodybuilding. I don't, I'm not somebody who thinks you have to compete to be a bodybuilder. Right. Um, so, no, I have not. Um, but I definitely have gotten sick. It's, it's kind of similar to the conversation we were just having of the industry and of the sport of bodybuilding. I think um, the amount of uh, ass-kissing that goes on in the ranks is fucking embarrassing. Like I'm blown away at the amount of people, for example, and I'm sure if I gave a fuck, this would get me in trouble. Uh, Tyler Manning has a birthday, okay? Every asshole that hears about it posts about it. He don't know you. Stop kissing ass. You look like a fucking moron. Who, who's Tyler Manning? Stuff. Is that like a real example? Yeah. It's awesome that you don't know that. Sorry. <laughs> that is that is terrible? Sad. This is uh, Jim Mannion's uh, or J.M. Mannion's son. He's the oh, vice okay. president of uh, NBC um, and one of the head judges of all the pro shows. But my point is, it's like I was thinking competitor. I was like, trying you guys to think actually like- think <laughs> that he get, like that he's right. like taking note of that and making sure like, oh, Dusty Hanshaw, whatever. The, the reason I don't do well in bodybuilding, I didn't wish Tyler Manning a fucking happy birthday. It's not because I have a wide waist. Right. Like, okay. I find that part so the that part of the sport, yes, um, the competitive side, I have trouble really caring about. Um, but bodybuilding itself, no, I will bodybuild on some level until I'm dead, right? For sure, you know. I mean, you in my head, you still bodybuild. You follow a diet well, yeah, I still for a goal and you train. I had eight weights for bigger breakfast. anymore, you know. You know, people who aren't. Like egg whites for breakfast, you pretty much that's still bodybuilding. <laughs> you did what? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, it's uh, I, I agree with you. So I, I thought long and hard. I was like, I don't think there's ever been a time I've even considered like from day one to when I officially finished competing, mm-hmm. there was not a single break mentally in there of not wanting to do it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I had I had some like, you know, I had a couple of shows where I was so disappointed with not winning um, like, that I was like, fuck, I don't know if I can do this anymore. But it was all like competing related. It wasn't like I didn't want to train or or yeah. you know, anything like that. So, yeah, it's I don't know. It's kind of interesting. And, um, you know, maybe that maybe that's a, a requirement to do it as long as I did. Like you can't have second thoughts you can't you know be constantly you know oh i don't know about this you know that sort of thing you know what i mean but i think you actually enjoy bodybuilding oh yeah i didn't i didn't say enjoyed said enjoy oh yeah that's why you keep rolling you know what i mean and it's the same like when i think of stopping competing i don't think of quitting bodybuilding just stop competing like i didn't make an active decision to not compete for a few years i just didn't it it wasn't like the driving force anymore and that was it you know what i mean like i there there will never be a day of an announcement of retirement like i'm not dexter jackson no one gives a shit (laughs) i remember my my one buddy my one buddy he he wrote this guy that i know he wrote like a retirement post Mm -hmm. and then like his training partner came on and he's like you never turned pro you can't retire from something that you didn't turn pro at. <laughs> it's like, it's just a hobby. Unless you had a pro card, it was just a hobby. And he was like bugging him. 
It was he did it on purpose. Yeah, because but it's funny because we we as a group do that, and it's fine. I mean, everybody should do what they want. But it's like, could you imagine if I was like playing, you know, uh, softball every year, and I just put up the post like, "Hey guys, it's time to walk away from the game." Gonna hang them up. You know, it's just time. I have like a picture of my glove that I throw in the trash. (laughs) Bro, you you play softball with your wife. Get your wife to take a picture of you walking away from the outfield, like holding your glove from behind with just your number. The sun setting in the in in the in the you know what I mean? Like field of dreams. Field of dreams shot. Walking away from the game. It's just too you know, much for me now. Body just can't take it anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's very similar, right? I mean, I know that people like don't get it, but it's like that's how I look at even myself. To be honest with you, like the day that I like decide not to compete anymore, it's not like you put up an announcement that you were retiring from competing. You just like I've had people now that are like, so when's wrong going to compete next? I'm like, do you ever follow us, even like a well, little bit? <laughs> also, there's like. I think sometimes people take me too seriously because I do use the word retired, but right. I sort of always feel whenever I type it, I always feel like I'm sort of making fun of myself <laughs> for using it. Like it's kind of funny to me. And then I know some people, they'll talk to me really serious, like, oh, how was your, how did, when you retired from bodybuilding? I'm like, Actually, I just got busy. We opened a gym, and I was like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> yeah, I don't have time for this shit right now. You know, my leg was still fucking hurt, and we was busy opening it, running a gym, and thought, "Ah, oh, shit!" You know, life goes on. You know, that's kind of more what happened. But yeah, it wasn't like I had this like night where I sat down and cracked a bottle of whiskey, and, like had a little talk with myself about the future. You know, <laughs> ah, ah, it's, quite, it's quite a racket. It's time. It's time. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, ooh. Okay, uh, we're gonna ask this in both directions uh, because obviously I never put up that these are for the show because I get better questions, and then I answer them on the show, and then I also answer them on my own. So the question is, what is the favorite thing that you've learned about Ron from the podcast? <laughs> From the podcast, this is tough because I have to remember. Like, I don't think people right. understand. I have to. Did you know a lot of? I know a lot of. You know a lot of the fucked up stuff from personal. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's not a thing I learned from the podcast, but it's definitely been highlighted on the podcast. Is that I truly believe that uh, you might know more information about everything than anyone I've ever known. Do you know how there's 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 people, Ron, and this there's a difference. I have to I have to specify this because you don't you wouldn't understand this. But sometimes you'll talk to someone and it's like they have something to say about everything, but they don't know shit. Right. You actually you're like, oh yeah, I was reading in the uh, 1926 Journal of Medicine. I'm like, why were you reading that? <laughs> it came up in my feet. Yeah. Like, how did that fucking happen? So yes, I find that that's fascinating because. I'm an expert in like seven things. Right. But if you add an eighth thing, I'm like, huh? Right. No, I've never read about, no. Like Jeopardy or whatever those fucking games are. Like, who wants to be a millionaire? Like the first question, I'm like, can I call Ron? They're like, seriously, it's, we're asking you your favorite color. I'm like, can I call Ron? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not certain if it's red or black. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And then I've always had this like horrible fear of being the person that someone turns to when they need that. And I 
can't help them. <laughs> Girl, you asked the one fucking question. I don't know. So I used to be really good at Trivial Pursuit as a kid. So like when I was like 12, 13 years old, I would sit with my parents and all the adults because they'd have like all the farmers over for dinner and they'd all be drinking rum and they'd play a big game of Trivial Pursuit, like eight people, 10 people, you know, and I would always wind up on somebody's team and like I was a pretty good teammate. I was going to say in the I, beginning, they're like, fuck, we got the I mean, kid. There's <laughs> stuff I did, stuff I didn't know. But as like a kid, there'd be some stuff I'd rip on, you know, like a yeah. science question would come up and I'd fucking nail it. And everyone would be like, holy shit. You know, I remember that, you know, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I remember just had me get drinks. <laughs> my favorite Trivial Pursuit memory is actually I was actually at a an ex-girlfriend's house. We were really, really close friends. But, uh, you know, we had had dated previously, but we were really close friends. And I didn't have anywhere to go for Christmas that year. Right. It was like just a weird year. My family wasn't really meeting on Christmas, you know. And so she's like, well, come over to my my dad's house or whatever. I'm like, oh, OK, cool. So I go over there. Family feeds me a big turkey dinner. We're playing Trivial Pursuit. Right. And uh, I think it's like, you know, guys versus girls or something. Right. And uh, I'd had a couple of couple of hockey pops. <laughs> right. And I probably smoked some weed with her because we were big stoners at the time. And um, so, you know, I'm feeling pretty good and I'm loose. I'm cracking jokes. I got the adults laughing. Right. I'm about I'm about 24 years old at this point. Okay. I got people laughing. I'm like, you know, I'm having fun. I'm trying to make her regret not dating me. Nice. I like I'm just it. kidding. I'm just kidding. I like it. I still so anyways, that. we go to win the game. Right. We need the pink pie to win the game. And we land on the thing to win. And, the, and I say, going for the pink pie. Story of my life. In front of the dad of the oh, everybody, <laughs> and and she just looks at me. <laughs> this is and, great. <laughs> this is what I would say. And I realized that it was my outside voice that said it because it was not like, in your mind. It just came out like just. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, and it was funny because. Like half the people kind of laughed, and then <laughs> half of the adults were just like silent. <laughs> Fucking comes up, Pink's Entertainment, <laughs> right? Star Trek question. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Star Trek question. Yes. What is the nickname of the Doctor on the original Star Trek? Bones, we win. I'm the champ. I looked so fucking good. Anyways, that's Bones my favorite. Got you the suit. pink pie, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. Bones for the pink pie. Story of my life. Oh my God, that's great. I just like to see the awkwardness of half of the room. Yeah, you know when adults are like, you do know, we laugh? do we not laugh? Pretty funny. We're doing this situation. Good stuff. You're up. Okay. I don't know how I got to that story. This is what we do. We, this episode already doesn't make any sense to me. This is how we make it like four questions in two hours every this, time. So sometimes all I do is I pull up the episode just to like, you know, and and, and I'll look at uh, the timestamps because I quite often can't remember. 
Right. The timestamps are like, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. And then every once in a while we get an episode of timestamps are like, Ty Hookers. Um, <laughs> best Ty- Why did we spend 45 minutes on Ty Hookers? Best volume for hypertrophy. And then the next question, crack. And then the next, like, and I'm like, how do any of these go together? Like some of the topics. How did we flow into this disaster? Yes. Okay. So that was, yeah. Isn't it your turn? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get someone that turns right now. I asked you the thing I learned about you from the podcast. Oh, so now I have to say something about you that I learned from the podcast. That's a short-lived one, but go ahead. Um, you learned I got a new drink. I learned that you secretly travel. I do. And I knew. I'm always on the move. But it's not like Canada. We don't travel for $7,000 to go across the country. Yeah. Like cheap. 50, 50 bucks and a you know stick of gum. You're good to go. You travel a lot and you don't put it on Instagram. Yeah. You know, I have a, I have a very... You don't always put it up. No. Or, or if I do, people will catch it because I'm at a different gym. And I'll tag the gym, but I won't even say I'm out of town. I just that's that's half the time. The only way I know that you're, and then you I'm go. not sure. Was that a throwback? Yeah, right. Did you filmed that last week. Got to look. Yeah, the only the only thing you've got going for you is uh, now now I've got markers of tattoos that help people. They're like <laughs> you fucking liar. Shoulder shoulder tattoos not there. Right. Story and another life. thing too that I got to give you credit for, because it's like a trait that I like. Is um, it's very obvious that you have a really hard time with like fakeness. Oh yes, it really bothers you, which yeah. is good, you know. And I'm not talking fakeness like you like nice watches and stuff. That's not the same. I'm talking like the stuff that you were saying, like you know, doing things just to get in with people and oh, that yeah. sort of stuff really bothers you. That's a nauseating situation, which is very common, you know. I had, uh, you know, it's funny, it's on the similar subject. When I got into bodybuilding and I started getting myself in the game, Dante told me, he said, listen, this industry, people will use your face as a step stool if they can. And I was like, eh, you know, glass is half full situation. I'm like, that's not how it is. Yeah, that is how it is. Like, you know, and I think that's why maybe some of the fans don't realize why there's such closeness among some of us because the the core group of, if you see me with someone, they're not one of those people ever. Right. Not to me right. or anyone else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool because the range of who those people are is pretty lengthy, but it's definitely something I now warn people of. I'm like, Hey, if you got like thin skin or it's going to hurt your feelings that uh, people fuck you over, probably should do something else with your time. It's 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 funny. I and I don't know why this came up, but I'm just gonna blurt it out. Um, this reminds me that I was just talking to Rob Bailey last week. Wow, haven't chatted with Rob for a while, you know. And this, this sort of this sort of chat about you know f- fake people and bullshit and stuff just reminded me like of a real. You know, every time I talk to Rob, <laughs> he's one of those. He's one of those fucking. He does not give a fuck. No. Oh. You know, at all. Like it, it uh, it's 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 refreshing, and it uh, uh, Rob Rob's an example of what can happen in your life when you just focus on you, right? 
And I don't mean that he hasn't like helped people out and done all sorts of great shit for people. No, but, yeah. You know, everyone's like worried about other people's business. He doesn't right. give a fuck. All that time that you might spend, like the average person spends thinking about what this person thinks or that person thinks or this person did that. I can't believe they would. He wouldn't. He just, he, you know what I mean? He wouldn't spend a second of time thinking about your bullshit. No, but isn't it funny to you? It is to me that um, so many people look up to people like him for being real, but then they're not. They don't recognize that that's one of the things they have to do is be right. like that. Yeah, and, and whatever that is, because at the end of the day, it's so trite, but it's very true, is you're you no matter what that is. Yeah. So just own that shit. And the people who are around you will be the right ones. And the people who are turned off by it, that's fine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't keep score. I can't imagine if you have a strong personality, people are not going to like you. People are also yeah. going to like you. But, you know, you're definitely not going to be that person that everyone's like, oh, that Dusty Hanshaw is a good dude. Like, nah, you're getting into 50-50. <laughs> he, saw, he saw one of my bike vids. Right. And, like, we haven't chatted in a while. And he messaged me and he's like, how the fuck did I miss this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but imagine that. Like, so you've been doing this for so long, and he's thinking Ron the like bodybuilder. And all of a sudden he's like, What wait, what, who was that actually Ron on the bike? Yeah, it was just funny. He's like, How did I fucking miss this? And we started chatting. But yeah, just you know. I had a moment I, I had a moment about you yesterday, actually, coming into my condo. Oh. I'm pulling up. And uh, it's kind of funny, but uh, I live in a – people here, I wouldn't – they have money. Well, you live in an affluent city yeah. to begin with. Yeah, like, like the whole the, city of yeah, Scottsdale is a little bit uptown. Yeah, north – like my, my zip code's uh, average income is silly. Uh, but yeah. anyways, so the reason I point that out is I'm pulling up, and I see this dude on the back of his uh, decked-out range putting his – bike like yours on there and i'm like so i pull up i stop i'm like fuck it i gotta know i'm like hey is that flatland bike he goes yeah i go cool i don't know shit about it but my friend does <laughs> like and he kind of looks at me like odd and i'm like oh that's funny. anyways i was like is that what you do he's like no i'm an attorney i'm like also odd oh, okay that's funny. see you later that's <laughs> but funny. it reminded me of you because i'm like an attorney that's in your, you know, mid thirties, strapping your, you know, two thousand dollar bike to the back of your eighty thousand dollar truck to go somewhere to ride your bike. I was just like, I probably would have never noticed that was not to you, but I could see that it was like very similar to your bike. I'm like, that's probably a really expensive fucking bike. <laughs> that's, that, that's funny because uh, I I was riding in a parking lot the other. Day. I found a new parking lot by the gym. I saw that. It's like primo as long as it's not raining, but it's like primo. So, um. Cause it's industrial. So there's no traffic after five cause everyone's closed. Right. So it's just your so, parking lot. Yeah. From 5 PM to sundown and sun, sun doesn't go down till like nine o'clock here. So it's pretty good. So anyways, I'm riding and, um, this police car drives by and like loops around and comes in <laughs> and, and the, and it just so happened. I actually pulled off a pretty cool trick right as they were pulling up. Adam. So then I like circled around and I just sat on my bike and he rolled his window down and he goes, and he looks and here's, I got a, my, Brand new truck is sitting there. Right. Got the back end open, music blasting. Right. And I'm sitting on my bike. And he goes, You just hanging out? 
And I go, yeah, I'm just riding. And he, and he kind of like, you could tell he had to do the math. He's like, this guy's like 40. <laughs> He's also a very large man. <laughs> got a brand new truck and he's got a little bike. It was like just a fight. I could just see that he was just like, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> he goes, okay. And just drove away. But it was just funny that watching him do the math in his head. Oh, yeah. You know? I, mean, it was just, I mean, it's probably similar to what I just, I think it was just funny because you ever notice, like, for example, when you bought you when you bought your truck, you start seeing explorers everywhere. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, so I you know, know what you mean. So yeah. that's what happens with the bike. Like I would have driven that, that bike a hundred times, but I know like, I, just, I have to stop. I have to ask questions. Right. right I don't right. have any idea what I'm asking, but I had to. <laughs> Even funny. as I stopped, I was like, "Why am I stopping? Oh, fuck it. Here we go." <laughs> this, this, this poor guy's, guy's looking like, at you. He's like yeah. that fucking meathead from uh, the third floor is a real moron. <laughs> He, he asked me about my bike and he didn't know shit about it. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for watching another podcast here at Think Big Bodybuilding Media. And thank you to our great sponsor, TrueNutrition.com, for making this all possible. TrueNutrition.com is owned by Dante Trudell, the creator of DC Training. He wanted to create a supplement company that offered high-quality third-party tested supplements at a fair price. High-quality protein powders, just about every type you could think of. Huge variety of flavors, plus health and performance supplements. Check them out, TrueNutrition.com. And hey, if you use our code ADVICES, you directly support our podcasting. Thanks, guys. Let's get back to the program. <clears throat> oh, good. here's an easy one. Do you think it's... Sorry, when people write poorly, I have a hard time. Do you, do you think it's able to lose muscle for not training for a week? Or is it just mindfuckery? Is oh. it possible to lose muscle? That must be what it means. Right. So a week off the gym or a forced week off or has to go to work overtime for a whole week and can't train or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if that goes in the category of like, if there's nothing you can do about it, you just stick to your diet and just, you'll just get back in the gym in a week and you'll be fine. And you can't worry about muscle loss or anything. It's, uh, I, I remember I read something about 10 days being the actual length of time it takes to begin detraining. Really? I remember there was like an interesting thing that I read once. It was like science article and it was like, uh, you know, muscle fullness is one thing, right? But to actually start detraining, right? you know, really starts at 10 days, you know, it might start earlier for some people, et cetera. But, but when you start actually detraining, that's, that's about 10 days. So, um, so, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't worry. Right. You know, I think the big thing that you nailed also is if you can't control, I wouldn't worry anyways. I yeah, tell my like clients all the time when something's weird, I go, we file that under life happens and we just keep moving. Yeah. So I tell all the, all the clients I have that have kids. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh my God. Gym, like, little Tommy fell down the stairs. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. You just have to deal with shit, you know? Yep. I know what it is. Yeah. Okay. Here's a good one. Have you triumphed over any insecurities in the past that you can think of? I don't know if I would call it. So I, I didn't, I, I will stop trying to figure out the word. Something that bothered me uh, was uh, when my hair fell out, which was starting to fall out, which was, for the record, was going to happen anyways. My mother's gr- dad was bald. Um, right. It bothered me because it was when I, ha- I shaved it right away. Like I was one of those people who was like, I didn't fight it. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going bald. Okay, shave it. But I would wear a hat all the time. 
because what I didn't like is if my hair started to grow at all, there was a very blatant spot. Because you got dark hair. Yeah, and it's like, boom, back in my head that I hated. Um, so I just, I mean, literally, even if I went to a, like a nice restaurant, I wore a nice hat. Like, right. it was something that bothered me, and no one else gives a fuck. You know what I mean? But it just bugged me. Uh, but then I had my head tattooed, and now it doesn't bother me at all. Um, I had that micropigmentation, which just means tattoo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah right. And now it doesn't bother me. You know, but what's funny is I still always primarily wear hats anyhow. But um, that is the only thing in my entire life that I could absolutely say bugged me. Like, right. actually was something I was self-conscious about, which is, I love, because I always think about that when somebody tells me something that this, they're self-conscious about, and I laugh. I'm like, no one cares. So right, right, right. <laughs> I know the same in reverse, but yeah. And I wouldn't really say I triumphed over it. I just fixed it the best way I could, right. you know. Um, and I have people ask all the time that know that. They're like, oh, will you eventually get, like, hair implants or something like that? I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to that far. Right. I care, but not that much. <laughs> right, right. I, I know what you mean. Huh, that's a good one. You know, I think a lot of guys have that one. You know, a lot of guys have the hair thing at some point. Yeah, I'm just glad that Bruce Willis made it cool to not to be bald. Yeah, it's funny. I never... Like, I always had thick hair, and I kept my hair right up. Like, I never had to shave my head until I was, like, 39 or 40. Right. Um, but even then, it wasn't like I had to. I still could have, like, had spiky hair or whatever. Yeah, it was um, just thin, yeah. It was just thin and back, you know? But it never really bothered me. Like, I never really gave a fuck. Right. I just thought, oh, I'm gonna, day's going to come. Because I, I, I remember shaving my head when I was, like, 21. Right. And, and, and I remember people saying to me, this is probably what helped. I remember people saying, oh, you look good bald. If you ever have to shave your head, right. you know that you look good bald. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I just, that just, I never had the, the worry, you know? Right. I'd see those anti-steroid posters hanging up in like the, the rec centers <laughs> and stuff. Your hair yeah. will fall out. Your hair will fall out. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I had somebody ask me that though one time too. They were like, if you knew your hair was going to fall out, would you do this? I'm like, Yes. Huh? <laughs> yeah, like I didn't say it, like it like it ruined my fucking life. I just said, oh, that's all it anyways. Yeah, and mine just sped up. Really, that's the one thing I think is also a benefit. I'm like, no, it was going either way. I just did it faster. Plus, yeah. I've been 29 for a decade now, so you know, whatever, it was going to happen. <laughs> 20 happened at a younger age for me. <clears throat> yes. Yes. I I would say. I mean, I've had a lot of little ones like. You know, bodybuilding, the bodybuilding industry is uh, pretty good at, like, generating insecurities in people because, you know, it's like <laughs> such a such a high expectation for everything because it's so staged and prepared, especially the magazine era, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I remember always being really self-conscious of how white I was. Like, I remember from, like, the get-go, like, I remember people be like, wow, you're really pale. Like people use the word pale and it makes you sound like ill. <laughs> like if you say, Oh, you're really powder. white. Right. Like if someone says, Oh, you're really white, I'm like, Yeah, I'm white. Super right. white. British, Irish, Scottish. We're really fucking white. Right. But if they go, Oh, you're really pale, I'm like, pale motherfucker. I don't have any iron deficiencies. <laughs> I'm not pale. I get plenty of daytime. Like, you know, I love that you get specific about the word. What the it word means is that. the same, but the word pale is, I am not well, sick. 
Right, right. It's seeing it's, a doctor it's, later today. It's like today. a word you would use, you know, it's like a word you would use to describe like, oh, you know, he was homeless. He was very pale, you know, like. <laughs> no, I get it. It's like, uh, it's, it's, it's funny, but uh, Tommy, my training partner, is leaning down for a show. And one of my clients is in town and she was in town in his off season. And she goes, man, you're looking skinny. And I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> like I, I took a deep breath and yeah. I looked at him. And he cried, and it was a rough right. Time. The tears came. Yes, the tears, <laughs> the tears. Oh, that tears! I looked at her. I go, "You can't say skinny." Yeah, that's not a word we use, especially at two hundred and thirty pounds. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I uh, yeah, I've always been white. Like people would always hold their arms up. Like oh, you know, God. you hold your arm next to someone, they'd be like, yeah. "Holy fuck, you're really white!" Like, there are people <laughs> always doing that, and my and. Also, too, like my forearms get plenty of sun, so right. they're actually tan compared to the rest of me. Yeah, and they think that's white. You're like, actually. and people. I remember I would wear shorts once in a while when I was a kid, and people would be like, "Why wow, your legs are so white?" And I remember it just like bothered me. I'm like, "Fuck! Why can't I tan like normal kids?" And I could never tan. Like I would just turn red, red and then, and then peel, peel, and then white again, right? And then pale and then, again. And then, you know, when I, I remember in 2013, when I, I had some skin cancers removed off my back, I don't know if I told you, I told you that story. I did. Yeah. yeah. So when I had those removed and she's like, okay, well you can never tan again. I remember just being like, oh, what the fuck? I never could tan before anyways. Like yeah, it didn't work for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, so now I'm just super white. And then every once in a while, like mutant called me, you know, like a couple weeks ago and they're like, Hey, we need some shots. You know, those pitch pics you saw that you liked. Yeah. 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 Um, so I went and got like a quick right mystic there. tan, you know, where you just stand yeah. in the booth, like you're running. Yes. You know, I love that thing. And, uh, I almost need to get two canisters. Cause after one canister, I feel like I miss spots, but, <laughs> but I, I went and did that. And everyone at the gym was like, Holy, you look fucking awesome with some color. Which is code for you usually look like shit, dude. It is code for you're super white and don't look very good. Most of the <laughs> you're time. Pale. Most of yeah, the time. Yeah. So I, I just got a lot of that says that. Like, yeah. You know That's what I mean? Great. Definitely great. Ooh. Okay. Have, we haven't talked about one single important thing yet. Is there any important in the world? <laughs> okay. I'm trying to avoid all the things that are right out there on the table that just burn my soul currently. Um Right. You know, I know so it's plus plus, you know, what's funny, some of the things I would like to cover, everyone's already talking about them. So it's like, oh, fuck, I don't need my opinion out there. You know, <laughs> Dusty, let's talk about that for a second. It's 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 difficult to do the show. Like, I mean, the show comes the the actual recording of the show comes naturally for us because we're just having a chat. Right. But, you know, there's times when I'm driving and I'm like. You know, should we be talking about training more? Should we be talking about, should we be giving them more quality information? Right. You know, like, you, you know, you start to you wonder, like, because, you know, half the time I can't believe anyone even fucking listens. That's the point. That's the problem, right? Right. <laughs> Still shocked. Still shocked. So, so yeah, it's just funny, you know, you get, and, and I listen to the odd episode of other shows, like I'll check in on stuff. And, but I think that's something that everyone who does a show wrestles with because think, i've actually heard like i've heard fuad talk about like topics like how do they even get on these fucking topics it's funny yeah, yeah I, I call them rants half the time because stuff that we really get rolling on I'm like how did we even get here 
Yeah. You know, it'd, it'd be like waking up in Iowa one day and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> that is our that is our show. We wake up in Iowa all the time. You know what it is, though, too, is I think I have realized that I get a lot of people that say get a ton out of the show, like a good, good information. And I'm like, oh, really? Because I don't always know when it happens because I I think it's because from jump, we had decided we weren't going to overly think. You know? Right. And, and right. just let them take it where it goes, you know, because um, I, I think outside looking in, like when, when we're having our conversation, I'm more interested in the random pieces or your view on something I already know. Right. You know, like even for you, like I already know your opinion on a lot of stuff. But when you explain your view and sometimes you'll catch something, I go, oh, that actually might even alter mine a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So I think people yeah. like that. You know, it's it's off the cuff a little bit better that way. Oh, here we go. This is a good one. I got a good one. How did Jay Cutler get as big as he did without training to failure? And they put in parentheses as he claims. Well, I, I think that that's just semantics and misunderstanding of each other's language. So Jay trained to failure plenty. Like, you know, I, so you'd watch him do those sets of T-bar rows. And, you know, the first six reps would be explosive. And then maybe the last two were kind of sloppy. Mm -hmm. That's training to failure. Right. Because form degradation equals failure. So you right. allow a certain amount of form to go out the window to complete one or two extra reps. You know, it's just like doing cheat curls. So... You know, there's all sorts of one arm dumbbell rows. I mean, you could pull the first the first eight are perfect and then the last two have some heave in them. That's still training to failure. Just because right. a dumbbell didn't stop moving doesn't mean you're not taking the mu the muscle to mechanical failure. And you know, that's so and, and Jay had that style of training. You know, you see him doing the press downs and he's banging them out, and then the last few are like fucking, you know. So I would argue that. I think Jay is just sort of interpreting like if you were if if let's say that's an actual question that was posed of him and he responded no. I think he's he's just thinking like Dorian style training, like with the forced reps and all that stuff. Yeah, or the bar literally he's doing or the, the bar literally stops moving. <clears throat> yeah, train bar has to pull it off of him. Yeah, I hear but, you. Plus, you know you gotta factor into is Jay's volume. Like yeah. muscular failure in my brain is also an overall thing. Hmm. Like you could train a set to failure, but not the muscle to failure. You see what I'm saying? Like if I walked out after one set of failure, muscle's not really done. It was just done in that moment of time, you know? Right. Right. Jay, I think, took his muscles further than I did or do because his volume was obscene and he still trained heavy. I love people go, Jay didn't train heavy. I'm like, I've seen Jay incline 405. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Right in front of my eyes. Like. Yeah, Jay would squat five plates all the time when he was younger. Yeah, yeah. I think that you it gets forgotten also that by the time you're watching most of these guys that are really really good, they're already there. Yeah, and now they're refining. You know what I mean? And I think that's one thing that gets a little bit detracted is you follow someone like me, and it's like this is the only thing I this is what keeps me functioning. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have to train this way, whereas. You know, a Phil Heath doesn't. I, I hate the comparisons to the greats because people really don't understand they're not like us. <laughs> okay. You know, like yeah, yeah. all of us. You know what I mean? Um, and some of them are. I mean, like I find uh, 
like uh, Sean Clarita is a great example. Like he has to murder it every single day to be as big as he is, both at the table and in the gym. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he is genetically awesome, but he's got the fighting thing against him that his body wants to be small. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so he has to overcome that. But when he does overcome it, the picture, the end result is much better than me overcoming it. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. In- I know what you mean. Factors. I know those. what you mean. Okay. I've got, uh, I got a TV show one. Oh boy. Yes. Yes. So, um, I'm not, this could be any girlfriend in history, but you know, it's posed at me. So it says, what has your girl made you watch that you ended up really liking? Hmm. So overall, made you watch. Well, I have a few, obviously, girlfriends and shows. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Evian got me into Dexter, which was top five all-time shows for me, for sure. Mm -hmm. Can't wait for that one to come back. And then uh, more recently... Uh, I love, I watch home shows, like when they build houses and shit. Right. Um, but I recently started picking up this one where people win the lottery and then they have, they go buy a house and it depends on how much money they want, what the house looks like, where they take them to like three different houses, show them the plus and minuses. That is where my world is now is I watch freaking real estate shit. Really? It makes me like, you know what it is? I was explaining this the other day. You know, I haven't kicked off still with um uh what is it yellowstone right and you know why i can't commit to something where i'm going to be back to it within the next couple of weeks even right mm. now so literally the thought of getting something going where i'm like oh fuck what was happening again doesn't work anything i watch has to be start and end today right if i happen to watch you know what i mean like to give you an idea last night i watched television there were Four, four games last night, hockey games. No, five games, five games yesterday. And I watched each of their um, highlights because I get the NHL on demand. Right. That's all the television I watched yesterday. Right. <laughs> like after that, I was wow. like, good. It's two in the morning. I need to go to bed now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't have TV. So, you know, we watch, we usually watch one episode of something every night. That's kind of our like chill out, turn the phones off, watch an episode, eat a meal. You know, and then we got the rest of the night, you know, chill out. What what's your, um, what is your show that you've been uh, that Emily? Well, on? well, Emily, Emily's the one that wanted to watch American Horror Story initially. Right. So that was her pick like way back. And so, I mean, now they're on like season 10 or whatever. Right. So we've seen all of those. And then um, she also picked more recently, like um, we watched uh, that show Ratchet. Oh, right. right. You, you you talked about that once. On I Netflix. Think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she picked that. That was that was cool because it was like twisted and fucked up, right? You know, and then uh, she, you know, every, you know how your our our trend is we'll be watching like a big series, right? And we'll run out of episodes, so then you're waiting, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. So you know you're done Ozark. You know we finished Homeland and they're done Homeland, so there's no more coming. And we finished this, we finished that, and so you're in that limbo period. Plus with COVID. 
Yeah. So everyone's got a limbo period about a year coming up here. There's like this big stretch where we've been like, there's, you know, there's no Ozark. There's no, you know, we're just waiting for stuff. Right. Right. So we watched a bunch of stuff like, you know, those little, there'll be like a, a, sh- a Netflix show that only has, you know, two seasons and then it's right. done. So oh, we yeah. watched a few of those and some of those are like, they're actually pretty entertaining. So she picked a few of those that were good. And uh, and then I actually recently just because uh, I always wanted to watch it because I heard it was I, I heard it was really good. So we started watching Banshee. I have you ever seen Banshee? No. Ah, so it's on HBO. We have HBO. So started watching it. it's four seasons and then they wrap it up, I believe. I don't think there's a season five. Right. But uh, it's it's basically about a guy who gets out of jail and to try to evade these people that are trying to kill him, he steals the identity of a small town sheriff who just happens to get killed. Right. So he becomes a small town sheriff. And uh, that's kind of the the basis of the show. But, you know, he's an ex-con and all that stuff. Right. So anyways, turns out it's wildly entertaining because it's really trashy. There's like... There's lots of sex. There's like four right now. There's currently like four or five pretty attractive women in it that kind of take turns being naked. That's a lovely show. You know, there's like the one cop. There's this like younger Amish girl. There's this, you know, (laughs) Amish girl. I mean, how do they pull that one out? They're in the small town, Pennsylvania. Right. Right. So there's this Amish colony. Right. So there's these other people involved. It's, you know, it's kind of like Yellowstone. Right. Right. (laughs) And and so there's all these characters and they all kind of and he manages to bang all of them. And uh, and then there's gratuitous violence. Like, you know, when someone comes to try to kill him, it's not like bang, bang. It's like, you know, broken femur sticking out of the leg. Oh, you know, nice. throat ripped out of the neck, you know, blood everywhere. Like it's <laughs> fucking bloody and messy. It's, it's, it's so it's, it's trashy. Like there was one point, like, I don't know, it was like season two. Emily looked at me after an episode. She's like, this show's almost too violent for me. <laughs> we're right on the, we're right on the edge. It's like we're right on the edge. This show's almost too violent for me. Like that, that was a little rough, you know, <laughs> crazy gunfights. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's out of hand. It's even worse than Sons for being like kind of unrealistically violent. That makes me want to watch it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I like any, you know what it is? I like any show though where the writer commits to an end or writer writers to the end before it's happening. Right. Because for example, like Sons, it didn't need to end. And in fact, the way they made it end was kind of like they just fucking cut the script in half and just said, we're done now. Because. Right. You know what I mean? But like, that's how life ends. But I like the fact that they did that because other shows, like I really feel that Suits got drug on one too many years and the last season sucked. Right. You know, which might have had to do with Megan being a bitch and leaving, but whatever. Um, we, it's not personal. It's not personal, but she ruined my show. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, ba, 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 let's see you here. Try. I'm trying to get uh, these are all so many of these are directed right at me. Well, that's obvious. Oh, now we're getting into the deep stuff. All right, Ron, you got to replace your penis and your balls with a fruit slash vegetable. What do you choose? 
Well, I, I think I would go with a banana for the penis. I mean, I mean, I mean, you want some curve. You don't go cucumber with zero curve. Do you? Did you want a lightsaber? Yeah, but they have those. They have those one cucumbers that have like a little. Yeah, I guess. A little. The long. Whether the English ones are straight. Because you can get like some plenty big bananas. Like it's not like there's Valid. a size issue with a banana. You can pick out a pretty decent banana that's going to be more than you'll ever need. Because remember. <laughs> yes. Yes. You got to do it. You got to do it. <laughs> don't want to be too big for anal. Right. You could. You could out. You could outwish yourself into trouble if 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 you go too big on that. So, uh, and then there's only a certain type of girl you can hang out with and that's just, it's going to cause problems. <laughs> so, so I would, yeah, I don't know. Good old banana. Can't go wrong with that. I think that's pretty decent. And, and right. what do you pick for, for testicles? Cause you don't want them huge. Cause then we got leg press issues and I'd go with peas that were the same size as what I actually have. <laughs> just go with peas. I was going to say, I was going to say like a, 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 a good size grape or a small plum. See, I was like, well, drug problems, that pea. That's what I'm used to. <laughs> we're good to go. <laughs> it's all about space issues, Ron. I want space. Right, right. No. I, I guess I, I feel bad for a normal man. I'm like, what the hell does he do with that shit down there? I guess Jesus. the issue with the banana is is that it's not actually that that hard. You, like, is is that a problem? Do you need to go with something like a, more like a, an eggplant? But the eggplant, like the one end, is so yeah. How's that gonna rough. work? You know, it's yeah. tricky. It's funny that you said that about the size. Uh, do you follow God? What's his? I gotta, I gotta look up his last name before I ruin this. Because it's important, which yeah, is yeah. Make sure because when you said Tyler Manning, you didn't say Tyler Mannion. Mannion, you're right. Sean That's Wallen, it. do you follow him? Sean Wallen. Yeah. Anyway, no. okay, we should. But somebody asked him a question about like a 12 inch dick, and he literally just went on a rampage. He was like, "No woman wants a 12 inch dick as her daily driver, so don't even wish that on yourself." As a daily driver. <laughs> And I died, and I got, and I had, I had a couple women send that to me, laughing. They were damn right. <laughs> so your banana is very accurate. You don't want to, you don't yeah. want to go too far with this, you know. But I think a banana, because you get the outside too, is plenty. You know, do you yeah, want me to grab one, or do you want the visual? You good? Okay, you're. I good. don't know. I don't know. I don't know how far we need to take this, Dustin. <laughs> yeah, do we need to? Do you see? But this one has a little curve. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna side with you on the banana, and like I said, I'm sticking to peas. So I just don't want more than I'm used to. Seems, <laughs> seems ridiculous. I'm not trying to lie here. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to get confused with what's going on here. Okay. <clears throat> boom, okay. Boom. Oh, this is a good one, and I like that you would answer this one. So I'm jumping ahead. You only have ten thousand to invest. What are you investing in, and why? Right now, this second. And I can just pull it out whenever I want. So you're just saying like right now, today. This person has $10,000 to invest. Yep. Well, I mean, 10000 is not enough to buy, buy property or anything. Not you enough know, for a down payment. And even, you know, it's, and so there's not much you can do with ten grand if that's just your like be all end all. But I can tell you that Bitcoin's cheap right now and Ethereum's cheap right now. Everything just crashed. So, I mean... I lost some money last week, but I don't, it's, it doesn't even, it doesn't even phase because it's not real money. And I know it's going to go back up. Either. Yeah. Yeah. Was, Cause like everyone's crypto plummeted last week. So it's actually a good time to buy yep. and, and it's going to go up again and you know, it's going to go to a new high. 
So if I had 10,000, I'd just buy 10,000 of Ethereum or Bitcoin, one of the two or three most stable ones. And I'd just wait for it to go back up to like whatever a new high is. And then I'd sell it. Because you know it's going to go to a new high again. Yeah, actually, there's one now uh, that I bought a ton of called Cardano. Oh, um, yeah. That I would I would probably put a big chunk in that because it's so cheap right now. Yeah. And they're looking at that one blowing up significantly in the next five years. And I consider five years to be a short-term investment. Um, yes. You know, it's funny because like you said, <clears throat> uh, when, when, uh, when it tanked because of Biden being a moron, and what he's thinking about doing, um, my first thought was, okay, good, I'm going to buy some more. Just going to wait right. until it dips a little bit more. And then, because what was funny is I had bought uh, another three grand of it that day. And then I went to the gym and I came out of the gym and that happened. I was like, you dick. Oh, well. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I would do the same. The other answer I was going to say is for 10,000. Um, the other option that might be a faster turn for me would be I'd invest in myself. So I would buy another website. I would, you know what I mean? Something that I'm big on betting on me. Um, right. Because even, you know, the, the coins and all that, it's, it's not in our control. Whereas if I invest 10 grand into one of my online businesses, that's a ton. Um, and I can really make some cash of it. Like we just, I just popped up on a website last week. Um, because we had an idea and it's like, oh, you know, $1,500 later, that'll, that'll make me a fortune, you know? So yeah. 10,000 and those types of things is a lot. Um, mm -hmm. it's funny. I got a couple questions like this. I put up a post about, um, your goals and, and having a specific goal in mind. Uh, and one guy asked me like, and he asked me on there, which I hadn't answered yet. And then he asked me in the questions again, um, other sources of income, <clears throat> It's hard for me to answer because I wanted to, like, in my brain, I'm like, if you can't think of one other way to make money, you're fucked. Because I can think of a million sitting here. Right. You know, I mean, with the internet, like, I really feel like it's limitless what you can come up with. You know, I mean, I, I, want, I tell people, like, what are you into? Like, what are you passionate about that's fun? Not like, I'm not saying making a career, but you want a side income. Right. <clears throat> oh, you like Pokemon? Cool. There's probably a way to make money on that. Yep. Yeah, there you would know? be. You know, it's like, because I think some people forget when they're in a dead-end job and they're not, I shouldn't say dead-end, but they're check-to-check. Check. If you're making 50 grand, if you brought in another 10, that's a ton. You know what yeah. I mean? <clears throat> Everything is, is based on how much you make. Like, I, I read an article a long time ago about the amount of money it takes to change your life in each phase of life. So like when you're making 30 grand, if you can make 35, that's life changing. Mm -hmm. um, but like if you have $2 million, there's nothing you can do with 5 million you can't do with two. Other right. than pay cash for things. But I mean, other than yeah. that, it really doesn't change your life. The jumps have to become enormous, you know? They, there, there's, <laughs> a, there's been several studies now and they keep reinforcing each other on the, the happiness threshold. Have mm -hmm. you seen that one for income? I haven't. So they say once you make, and this is, I think, based on like, you know, North American standards, like with our money. Right. Once you make $65,000 a year in most of our area, mm -hmm. your happiness doesn't go up anymore because your happiness 
is affected largely by security, having mm-hmm. shelter, food, water, having all the important things taken care of and right. knowing that you're not going to be homeless or starving. Right. And once you know that you're secure, money doesn't really buy happiness after that point. Right. So that was very interesting. Yeah. So it was like, you know, once you're out of like the risk, you know, sort of area of life and you're making about 65,000 a year, mm-hmm. um, obviously there's certain places where 65,000 goes farther than others. <laughs> I was going to say, you'd be fucked if you lived here, but yes. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, but I, I, I guess for most people that's still where the, the happiness threshold goes, you know, the, mm-hmm. the stress uh, goes down enough that the happiness like doesn't need, really go any higher after that. Well, don't you think that a lot of that too, I mean, I, I think a lot of that comes from the fact that most people, when they start making more, start spending more. Yeah, that's a number so, one thing. So it really do. becomes an issue because they don't have any more money at 150 that they do at 65 because they bought all this dumb shit. Yeah, because, you know, I, I always really 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 uh like the saying it's not how much you make it how it's how much you keep right and and i always because you know i mean some people just spend their money on crazy shit you know and and i honestly think like you know that gary v i remember when he was talking about how he didn't buy a new car until he was already a millionaire right right and i remember just thinking about just car payments alone so like just the fact that I never bought a car on car payments, I only like paid cash for decent vehicles and then drove them into the ground. I did that for most of my life. Right. Just the money on I saved on that that I was able to put into other stuff was like huge. Yeah, the you things know? that things that uh, were were not depreciating <laughs> like yeah. a car, not depreciating you know? assets. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even like to use the word assets after depreciating. It's I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> But no, yeah, I do find that interesting because it's it's something that comes up a ton just because I've been really fascinated on the flip of um, when I read things about lack of money that people have. I'm not talking about being fancy. I'm talking about like if shit happens, they don't have a thousand dollars. Yeah. But most people that are in that scenario do go shopping for Black Friday and do have $200 pair of shoes on. And yeah. I'm like, wow, like it's, it's, you know, it's just odd to me because what makes me happy is that I'm not worried at all. Like right. my lifestyle is so below where I'm at, but you know, if money stopped coming in for a year, I'd be fine. Right. And I, I also have like, nope, like my food bill still isn't, I still don't spend much on food relative to how much I eat. Right. I still buy no name brand oatmeal. I still like, I don't give a shit. You know, yeah. I buy good stuff. So like, Emily buys the expensive tuna because we've been through tuna before. Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> you're in the bags, aren't you? Are you in the bags? You fancy I buy bastard. good, like, I buy good meat and everything like that, but certain things I don't like. You know what I mean? Well, there's so, a difference in things that yeah. matter, like we've talked about before. Uh, we just, AJ's that I buy all my meat from, they do a half price sale every year, well, twice a year. When they do that, game on. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I mean, I think I spent a thousand bucks this week, but I eat it all the time. It's not an option. So it, it literally in my brain, I'm like, no, I, I spent a thousand instead of 2000. Right, Perfect. right, right. You know what I mean? I don't eat more because I have it. So yeah. all good. So, all right, what do you got? I got one. Okay. So did you see, you didn't see any Joe Rogan the past week? No, other than the fights. 
So um, he had a guest on. I can't fucking remember her name now. But uh, she brought up a topic and she went off on estrogens and plastic. Um, and how the plastics and the petroleums in our environment and in our food and in, in our uh, ecosystem have um, been affecting the development of males. Right. Because of the, the xenoestrogens and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I suggest everyone go listen to that clip. Uh, she she talks about, and I don't want to get this this shit wrong, so I won't like get too detailed. But um, how you know over the last like forty years, you know testosterone levels are dropping. Average male testosterone is dropping. Average male sperm count is dropping. Um, there's even evidence where she talks about how they measure, like. I think it's on, I can't remember whether it was the babies or the fetuses on, on ultrasounds, but they measure like penises and, and stuff like that. And that average, it's actually shrinking the average. So we're talking, yeah. you know, might be tiny, tiny amounts, but the data shows it's actually trending downward. Um, and she talks about estrogens in our food and, you know, microwaving food and plastic and all that sort of stuff. So right. I'm asking, do you, do you, consider plastics uh in your daily like do you use glass containers in the microwave Uh, is it for that reason you know does that stuff cross your mind um it doesn't now of course i have the the plastics that won't kill you from cancer and shit like that allegedly right the bpa Um, but i I don't think that affects what you're talking about i don't think about that but coincidentally because i'm always home i don't use plastic much anymore um i mean aside from you know, something like that. But uh, it's interesting. I feel like in some ways, things are just naturally in my life going in that direction. Like now I drink out of those ice shakers all the time because that's what we have uh, the condemned made, you know? So it's like it's, a lot of it's happened on accident. But yeah, I don't I don't consider it. But on the flip, um, I am obsessive about blood work and estradiol and all that. So (laughs) I think by default, but I don't think of it uh, maybe as I should in in that way, you know? Yeah. She, she really was sounding an alarm. She was like, this is a downward trend and it, it's very clear. This, this, the data is very clear. So if we allow it to continue infinitely, men will become sterile and that would end the human species. And we have to get our fucking heads together and make sure this doesn't happen. And it was fucking nuts because the uh, there's a movie called Children of Men, which I mm-hmm. think I've mentioned before. That's mm-hmm. Clive Owen in it. Great movie. It's 2007, I think. But um, in that movie, the women have become infertile due to environmental pollution. Right. So there's no more kids being born. So like the society's just like coming apart at the seams, right? Because it's the fucking end of humanity. Yeah. So it's it's a really crazy concept, but here we are. She's like she's saying, "Hey, this is this is coming." Like, right. We have to stop this poisoning of ourselves cuz it's fucking up our hormones and it's going to it's going to, you know, cause dire consequences. So yeah, it was very interesting. But I I've I've been into the uh kind of the glass Tupperware. You used to use glass Tupperware. I remember that. Yeah. I, I always do. Yeah. And, and I've been into that for a long time. And that, that was actually something like, I remember growing up as a kid, my mom would, would always be like, don't microwave in that microwave in glass bowl and put it in a plastic c- container. Like she would say that to us all the time. Right. So I just grew up around 
being sort of aware of, of microwaving with plastic and and you know obviously as a bodybuilder i i sort of got like reckless and didn't give a fuck for like a while right. you know because in the 90s we weren't doing that but um i remember when when ben pikulski started to kind of make it fashionable to talk about plastics and and he was using the glass tupperware i remember thinking oh i'm already doing that and right. then i remember reading about evan centopani talking about it oh yeah evan's he huge was big, on it and evan was big on the stainless steel shaker and stuff like that yep yeah and at the time i had switched over to stainless steel so i was like oh i'm already doing all that like you know so i i've, I've been through that i definitely think it's something that we we should consider right so yeah. There's, your, there's your free there's your free plug ice shaker uh they're coming out with a 36 ounce bottle in may so i'm pretty stoked about that <laughs> we just did a shaker for west coast it's awesome did you yeah, they made they made, they made me one uh for me it's funny they reached out um and said uh you know want to make you a shaker so i literally i was like oh that'd be awesome um can i but i want to buy some also you know and they're like okay uh and i said i want to get the big one they're like well it doesn't come till may so I thought I was pretty amazed that uh, the guy was like, all right, well, I'm going to make you one for now anyways. And literally I sent him my logo and the next morning I got a thing from USPS. It's on the way. I was like, I'm sorry. I sent you the logo like last night. What the hell happened? They're awesome. They're really good. It was, it was funny. I heard that Rogan episode and then the very next day, um, one of the guys from Mutant dropped by the gym and gave me, they, do it as, they did a stainless steel shaker. Yeah, I saw that. And he dropped it off. I was like, oh, this is hilarious because I just got mine like the day I heard the interview. So and you said you're making them for uh, West Coast now too? Well, no, we just got a big jug done. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we like it. It's cool. So, nice. okay. You got another one? I have a jillion other ones, actually. <laughs> Let's do uh, a training probably. one. You got to do some training. Okay. 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 I've it's got funny because it. I have less and less training. But here, I actually I have some that will be really good. This dude, this dude just asked me if I was natural. I love when they do that. Like they think they're being cute. Natty? Of course. Yes, I haven't taken anything since two days ago, asshole. Um, just a dumb fucking question. One second. Um, I want to get to it because I saw some people had asked about um, push-pull legs. Yeah, I've got a couple people that I just started on a push-pull legs. Um, well... Fuck. Ask one if you've got one, because I need to find this specific one that was good. Okay. Um, okay. I got a bunch. What's your current? What's your favorite chest press machine in the world right now? Bah, bah, bah. Um, Prime Incline. Uh, the their Incline chest press. Oh, is my okay. That's cool. Good yeah, pick. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love put, Prime in general. Like where do you put the plates on it? How do you load it? Uh so it's funny, but I I always start with one on each. Right. Like, you know, as I'm getting going. But my weakness right now is at the end of the range. So I'm actually purposely weighing that more. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, because I've trained so long. It's actually the, the woman that's helping me with my stretching, um, Megan. I have like no strength in the beginning and in the end of movements. Right. <clears throat> like none. Because I, I, yeah, I don't train in those ranges. So I can literally uh, struggle like just 
in a fixed position, squeezing my hamstring <clears throat> to where my heel would touch my glutes. I can't do that with no weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, which I think every single person that's listening is probably that's got size can't do it either. But if you get stronger in those areas, you'll be stronger across the board. So now I'm purposely trying to load areas that I'm weak, um, which right, is kind of fun. Right. Yeah, I love that piece. What about you? Yeah, that's cool. Uh, well, we have the Atlantis, the seated, where you're like not laying on your back, you're seated. Yes. We have the Atlantis uh, flat press. So some people think it's a bit of an incline, but it's a flat press. It's just that it sweeps up on you a little. The way a bench is supposed to. Yeah. Anyways, I love that piece. They just is, it, it's, does that one come together or no? <clears throat> it's 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 converging. It does. Okay. Yes. It, cool. But it, it's not drastic. Okay. So it's more like you're handling dumbbells. Like it's not a fake. Like it's not like your hands come like right together. Like have you ever you know used the I mean? flat one? Um, that's at Gold's Venice. That's plate loaded. I don't even know what brand it is, but it yeah, comes it's, all the it's, way together. It's a Cybex fly press. That thing will embarrass you. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a really it's a really tough movement. It's like people put a for plate me to get in it too. Yeah. It's tricky. That's yeah. why I asked if it like converged. Good word. I didn't know that even existed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because like if it's too much, I find I'm focusing too much on the machine trying to go all over the place. Yeah, I know what you um, mean. Versus like a press. Because I've really, I don't. It's funny. We push. I push on with my my people all the time. I don't like to do a lot of things where I have to worry. I just want you to push the weight. That's why I like Smith machines. That's why I like machines. Like I think it's the best way to grow. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, you wouldn't have that before. Is that newer? I've never used that at your gym. Yeah, you've never seen it. We got it. We got it since you're here last time. We got we got that. But it's it's great. And one of the things they did is it's so you know how a lot of hammer stuff gets heavier as you push out. Yep. So it's the opposite of that. It's heaviest in the stretch. So it's super loaded in the stretch. So as it comes down, it fucking loads on you, you know. And then right. it, as you come up, it deloads slightly into Which is the actually extension. Good it's, it's heaviest where you're strongest. Yeah. So that's the natural strength curve. And then what they did is they put band pegs on it. So if you wanted to flip the strength curve, you, you, you just can. throw bands on it. Oh, that's awesome. So it's it's you know it's it it's a dual dual purpose. You know you could do both. So yeah, that's a great piece. That's you got one, buddy? That's, uh, yeah, I've got uh, a few here. Bum, 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 bum. Jesus, there's so many. I had this one. Is how much of a mind fuck is it while do- downsizing? I had a guy that just said the same thing, but he was asking, um, he wants to do what you guys are doing. Uh, so explain that a little bit, because I don't think it would be at all, but go ahead. Um, so, I mean, obviously when I first, you know, started downsizing, um, you know, there was a little bit like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, I wonder how, you know, the, the odd day I'd put a shirt on right? And it, it was like, fuck, it's not tight in the sleeves anymore. Like, you know, this shirt used to be tight in the sleeves, <laughs> you know? And so then like, maybe that shirt doesn't get worn anymore. You know what I mean? Like I just switched my clothes a little bit and, and then there's a couple of hoodies I had that were four X hoodies. Mm-hmm. Right. And the day came where I was like, oh, this hoodie's too big for me now, which kind of sucks because one of my right. favorite hoodies was my giant black and red Metroflex one that he gave us when we were there. Yeah, yeah. I love that fucking hoodie. It's like super warm in the winter. It's, it's just such a sharp hoodie. 
And uh, it's too big for me now. It's a 4X. It's fucking tent on me. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, this be, one's gone. Yeah, like it, you, you got to be 300 pounds to wear that fucking mm-hmm. hood. You know, like it's it's big. So I uh, it, it, that was a little sad. And I had to take that off the rotation rack and put it in the put it in the drawer. Tear. Tear. Little tear. So, yeah, there's been some wardrobe changes and some clothing where I was like, oh, that shirt's got to go. Fuck, I like that shirt. You know, have you found and I mean, this is a a, quite a legit question for me that. Because the goal isn't to be bigger anymore, it's it's intentional that it's kind of like all the benefits you're having, you kind of forget. Well, that's helping now, like because also I mean, you're so lean right now, like I could say on the flip, you know how it is when you're heavy, like as I'm progressing into pushing into heavier, like I know I don't look great right you in yeah. fact you look smaller when you're heavier you you don't want to take your shirt off because although it's great for anyone else as a bodybuilder like i'm fat as fuck like you literally it's like there's somebody's like oh ron what do you look like right now you're like peeled out of my fucking mind <laughs> two four seven always ripped <laughs> you know no, I mean, you, that, yeah you definitely have to like appreciate the the other stuff you know right and 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 then of course like riding riding the bike has really helped because now I actually have like a benefit of being lighter that's obviously presenting itself to me, you know, and I'm you know that that's you know adds enjoyment to you know quality of life and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, there's a little bit of a head fuck, you know. Um, there was certain there was there was a lot of stuff in the gym that didn't bother me, and then there right. was a handful of things that did, and that's that was interesting to me. So like I didn't give a fuck that I started using less on the preacher curl. Right. I didn't give a fuck that I used a little bit less on the leg curl. And I moved right. the pin down on this. I didn't give a fuck. But when I dropped down below the 120 pound dumbbells on incline, and uh, there's there's like days when I use the 110s now. Right. I'm like, fuck, those aren't the 120s. Right. And 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 then I had a long think the other day. I'm like, why is it 120? Why does that number, why do 120 pound dumbbells on the incline mean something to me? Right. Why, why is it 130 or 140? Right. And it's because it? the gym I the gym I started at, the dumbbells went to 120. And so I remember using them was the thing. Yeah. And if you could incline the 120s, you were like a monster in that gym. Right. And I remember. I was pounding the 120s by the time I was like 19, 20 years old. Right. And I was like, so that just kind of like, I think that's why that number's woven in there. Right. So there's days when we do like incline dumbbell second or third. And you're and like hundreds, 110s. Like the 110s or something, you know? And now Braden yeah. did the 130s the other day. So he's right. like big, he's like the big boy now, right? Right. So, uh, so yeah, it's just kind of funny. So there's certain exercises where I was like, ah, oh, man, the end of an era. I can I see that though, because, you know, people will ask me about like hockey, you know, when's, you know, when was the last time you skated? I'm like, it's the last time I played for real. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically that's not true. I did one, one game. There was a, like a celebrity game for a cop here that got shot. Um, and that was the game where I realized I was done because it was no checking or nothing. And I was fucked. Um, <clears throat> I have no interest in doing things. Once you've done them at this level, I won't, like I, I will not be deadlifting for high numbers in my brain when I'm done. Right. Something, I'm not my deadlift, but it'll be like 
can I get how many? Can I get, how strong am I for fifteen? Right. Do you know what I mean like I have to get out of that game and into a different game <clears throat> because if not, it's kind of the same. I know a lot of people. They're like, oh, you don't. I love men's league. It's so much fun. I'm like, those guys suck. I don't want to play with shitty hockey players. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Right. You know, and so it's the same with bodybuilding. I think for me, I will have to change the direction pretty drastically. Right. Because and it's funny. It has nothing to do with anyone else. I don't even pay attention in the gym to who's watching or what's happening anymore. Like it doesn't matter to me, but it, the day that I'm, you know, getting on a hack and squeaking out reps with five plates is going to fucking piss me off. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When warm up weight, cause it's funny. Like you said, when you think about strength, like I, I do uh, fly presses with one thirties. Like, and you're right. There's going to be a day where I'm grabbing the hundreds, getting ready for a fucking working set. Like, here we go for presses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shooting for six. One of the things that helps me a little bit, I have to admit, it it, mm -hmm. it does help a little, is, you know, like I get on the hack squat now with five plates and pound out my set, and I could go up and wait, but I always choose not to. I'm like, no, I'm gonna do five plates. I'm gonna make them a little slower. I'm gonna stretch. You know, make this set harder. Maybe I'll get twelve instead of ten. So. But then I always think in my head, I'm like, fuck, that's pretty awesome that I can still do this and also do this other stuff now. Right. No, I hear you, you know. So yeah. So there's like that 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 helps too. But yeah, downsizing is a head fuck, you know. Yeah. I think there's some parts of it though that you could definitely dig. You know, like I I love to point it out to guys because they're just young guys are so obsessed that somehow it's going to help them with women. And I'm like, I've never dated a woman who was into the fact that I'm my size. They just accepted the fact that so I'm my size. <laughs> I'm, I I I have, and I will tell. I will say this. I've had more women casually tell me I look great. Like, you look great. Like, how are you doing? I haven't seen you for a while. You look great. Like, I've had more women casually tell me I look great since I downsized than, than like, ever when I was bodybuilding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to tell you this. You'll, you'll laugh on that note. So <clears throat> I'm in uh, Fiber Nutrition one day, and those are the stores that I used to own. And uh, we're standing there, and he used to always play our videos right. in there. And so we're standing there, and, and I love Lance. He's mocking me and whatever because I'm – he's like, you're on the TV, but you're in the store. He's giving me shit, Inception. you know? That's and uh, I'm like – I'm just rolling my eyes. And this lady's standing there, and she goes, I've never really been into, like, really big dudes. And I was like, oh. She goes, I mean, I'd like to try it sometime, though. I mean, just to see what it is. And I kind of like looked around. So she leaves and Lance goes, did she just casually ask you to sleep with her? I'm like, yeah, she yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it was so odd. I was like, that was different. Hey, <laughs> so we're both customers at this guy's store. Hey, what do you figure about that? <laughs> but I laugh because I always bring up because I think about that with guys. I'm like, that doesn't happen. Because even her answer, I'm not into big guys at all. But you know. I'd ah, like to try it. it. What is yeah. try it? What do you mean by try it? <laughs> so try like it. Just having a bite of food. Like, try it. Like I'll, I'll try an oyster. Let's see how this like, is. You're like holding the dick. It's a sample. Like, I'm like, you're not done here. She goes, I tried it. It wasn't that great. Fuck. Do you want to come in the back and try it? <laughs> what do you say to that? Okay. <laughs> I was literally, I was, I was dying of like that just happened. Real life. Okay. All right. Found a training question. Basic okay. but cool. Do Are you we think closing the show with a training question? <laughs> we're, tr we're trying. Do you think shoulder presses are necessary for the delts or is incline pressing for chest enough? So 
my answer to this is no. And the reason my answer is no is because I think that I don't like absolutes. Right. So I don't like to say that you must do something. Right. Because I think there's always a, a, another way to figure something out. Muscles grow by overloading them. Uh, so no, I would say you don't need to shoulder press. Now, that doesn't mean that he doesn't need to shoulder press. I'm right. just saying that not everyone always needs to shoulder press to grow delts. There's probably someone out there who can get awesome delts without pressing. I've known lots of bodybuilders that have had too many injuries and they've stopped shoulder pressing mm-hmm. and they still have great delts. Right. I've known a lot of guys like that. So, but of course they already had them and they just kept them. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But, uh, you know, just like Dorian's thing about squatting, you know, I mean, he squatted a lot, then he got hurt and he never squatted again. And then he won Olympias after that. So, yeah. um, you know, I've had little phases where I stopped shoulder pressing just because I couldn't do them. Like I had injury issues and rotator issues and stuff, but I always returned to them because I felt like I felt like my shoulders were always bigger when I was able to press well. Um, they are the main overload exercise, but you could also do a high incline press and that would load the front delts load the like if you did like a little bit yeah. higher incline that loads the shit out of the front delt so i'm sure there's a way that you could find a workaround to not press yeah um so yeah i mean probably most people should press if they want big delts but i'm sure there's a way to do it without yeah i think too one thing i like to factor in is i think barbell pressing in general sucks um now yeah. i do it but when i'm talking about across the board like I would much rather get on a machine that allows the bar to cut right through my head as it should and go straight up, which is, you know, of course, an arsenal shoulder press, you know, a prime shoulder press, uh, even some of the machines, you know what I mean? These are all great options that I think are superior to a barbell shoulder press. So my problem with looking back on all my years is that now anything I do with a straight barbell, Mm -hmm whether it be curls, skull crushers, bent, any kind of pressing, shoulder pressing, anything done with a straight bar hurts. My elbows, my shoulders, something fucking hurts. Right. And that tells me that those movement patterns aren't that natural to begin with. No. Right? Plus There's something You have where, to factor in, too, is if you've had an injury, which we all have, to one side of your body. Mm-hmm. Then either during the injury or like in my case where it's a permanent thing, my left half of my body does not move the same as my right half. So if I'm stuck to a bar, then my left elbow is actually moving completely different during a press than my right elbow. Yeah. That's not good. (laughs) You know, pretty simple. So, all right, I got one that we're going to finish the show with because I think it really matters and it kind of keeps us on point. What city slash country has the hottest women on the planet? Well, I know I had to go big. I'm sorry, buddy. Funny. So, well, I mean, I don't know the actual stats. So I'll tell you something funny. I have heard many famous people who were quoted as saying they 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 had to go to Edmonton for some reason, like where I where I'm from, right where I used right. to live. They had like had to go there to shoot a movie or they you know did something. They had to go to Edmonton for some reason. 
or even like hockey players would get traded to Edmonton or something like that. But there's a bunch of famous quotes of people saying they're like, this is a cold northern city. And there is so many hot <laughs> girls here. Like, I just remember that. And I remember being from there and going, oh, maybe it's not too bad to live here where it's minus 30. You have to you know, it, just, it was sort of something that maybe give you a little bit of like, oh, I'll stick around this town. <laughs> this, will this will yeah. work. Yeah. But, but no, you know, just, I mean, I think there's beautiful women everywhere. I've never, I've never found it difficult to find the beauty in the surrounding environment. I have appreciation for all sorts of ecosystems. See, um, see, my, my answer was going to be a lot more simple, which was whatever city the current giant bodybuilding expo is at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Maybe that's why every city I go to is equally <laughs> yeah, It's really hard for us to just, like, I think about it. I'm like, well, the Man, problem is, is every all city the women come with us. <laughs> has a whole bunch of fitness girls in every hotel. They're all the same. Yeah. I've never been to, to a hotel that didn't have at least 40 rock-embodied women walking around right. and a bunch of meatheads. I just It seems like that's how everywhere in the world. That is funny. That's very, <laughs> very, very true. I, I will say that there was uh, – so as far as you know, traveling where the expos are going, that's such a skewed view of the world, right? Yeah. So, so if I think about – not going to expos and just right. traveling myself. I, I will say that when I went to Chile, I remember thinking like, just like walking around the normal part of town and trying to find a gym and stuff. I remember being right. like, oh, like okay, everyone right. here is like, all the, all the girls here are hot. All attractive, yeah. <laughs> like in shape. And, and but, but then there you go. I know it's South America, but it's got that European thing to it. Everyone's walking everywhere. Nobody's yeah. overweight. Yep. It's like you go to order a meal and it's kind of small. Like yeah. it's just like, it's just that different feel. It's just a different, different, you know, way to live. And so, yeah, it was, uh, I did notice that I got to give Chili some props. Girl, look at you guys over here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. I used, I used to say when I was a kid that I thought Utah was, was the, up there for sure. But well, it was, was a really but it, I like three to one women. Yeah, but I was going to say, I thought it was mathematical because everyone has like 17 children. So the odds of popping out a hot chick were just high. <laughs> At least one in every family. <laughs> I remember I used to think that. And I'm like, well, but if you do the math, I mean, of course. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, they're popping out kids, no problem. They're not They're not eating out of plastic. That's for damn sure. No, um, <laughs> no. That's good. I like that. And, and it, it's a funny reminder of how skewed your vision of reality is when you travel with the expos oh i've found that in life in every single way that i have no idea like remember the question about the 225 bench yeah like what i think the world is is so not normal. hey that's part of the problem of being at my gym right <laughs> like i just like that gym's just home to me right it's just yeah. normal and then there'll be like a new member will join up and I'll go up to him and go, hey, you know, how's it going? I see you're a new member. And they'll be like, the, all the girls here are, are amazing. And all the guys here are like monsters. Like this gym is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I guess there are a lot of people here that are pretty serious. But it's just normal to me. It doesn't even occur to you know cross my mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's why I, It's funny because that is literally how life is when you <clears throat> when you live in a certain area. Because, um, well, don't you have the most fake boobs per capita in the United States in Scottsdale? I assume so. 
But for example, uh, <laughs> Nikki wants a Range Rover, right? And I happened to see one that was decked out. So I took a picture and I sent it to her of a black one. And she goes, it's a sign from the universe. And I laughed. I said, we're in Scottsdale. If that was a sign from the universe, you get them all day. And literally right when I said that, I said, for example, I took a picture of two or three Range Rovers all taking a right turn that were right next to me, one through three. I was like, <laughs> she goes, if I lived there, I wouldn't want one. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. That's like out here in Vancouver. We you'll all see, have them. The, the joke here in Vancouver is you'll see you'll see a Lamborghini mm-hmm. with an L sticker on it. An L. Oh, because oh. when when you're just starting the first two years of your license, you have to have an L or an oh. N. I think it's an N. I can't <laughs> remember. Like, I'm gonna need you to specify because I don't know what that means. So you, put like, this, you have to have this sticker on the back of your car. It's like you're like a new driver. So it's right, like some you're kid driving a Lambo. <laughs> some kid driving a Lambo doesn't even know how to fucking drive. <laughs> It's so but, true. But if that's all you know is home, you're like, oh, Lambos are normal. Yeah, Lambos are normal with fucking end stickers on the back of them. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, ring the bell. I'm excited. I got uh, shoulders today, nice. and I'm looking forward to it, buddy. The shoulder pumps have been really good lately. Right, what's, your, what's your plan? I'm off today, and tomorrow's day one push okay. on a new program that I have not even read yet. So I want you to uh, post like the actual workout. Oh, I'm going to. I, and today I'm posting everything. I eat pictures on my stories okay. because uh, I haven't started my log yet. But I just want right. people to know like this is the start because I am going to actually point everything. I had somebody sarcastically put in my questions like, what's the cyclone? I'm like, okay, cool. It's 750 tests and 500 uh, <laughs> primo. Now they're going to call me a liar because it's not high enough. And I'm like, well, that's what it is. It's well, you didn't mention the 1,000 Anadrol a day. Yeah, well, I always leave that out. You know that. Just orals. <laughs> yeah, it's just the bottle. Just orals. Just like cookies. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Dusty. Remember, everybody, it's just bodybuilding.